welcome to Grumpy Gamers. You're here with me, Pete, and along with me, I have Ben. Hello. Eddie. Hello. And Kirk. Hello. What the f- Did you say hello? Did he say hello? Do, do we have Kirk? Said- hello. Did, I think okay. it's Discord. I think it's Discord. I think <laughs> did you not? Did you not? Did you say hello? Yeah. yeah. No. You yeah, all, I got you absolutely nothing from you, Kirk. Absolutely I literally nothing. went hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you always you always cut out on Discord. Fuck it's just Discord, it's just through the worst timing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, oh. it's either a cutout or there's a train or there's something else going on. It's but, a problem. Yeah, I've got. Unre- I am a problem. Unreliable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> unreliable. Yeah. Right. Anyway, anyway, did you realise, guys? This is our seventy fifth episode. Is oh, it? Wow. I, I didn't realise that. That's, yeah. That is, that's, that's quite a shift, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, I'm concerned, Ben, because it's literally in the title of the document. But I'm not scrolled there. I'm scrolled <laughs> way down. Oh, right, right. Are we going to do something yeah. special for our hundreds? I mean, I, I think we should, but I we've got like a little. We we've got like four months until that. More than that, surely. <laughs> six months. Yeah, it's, six it's, months. It, sound, it sounds close, but it's really not. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a while exactly off, yeah. But either way, yeah, 75 episodes of us talking. I know. That's, and people actually listen to us. I, I know I'm as terrified by that as you are. Don't worry. Yeah. But but they do listen to us for obviously our standardised format of the news and then the new releases and a bit of what we've been playing. Which this week we have Ghostwire Tokyo. We do. We do. We do. We do. And I, we do. I believe completed as well. Yeah, you finished it, haven't you? You completed yeah, a game. Yeah, it's all done. Kirk, I play a lot of games and I complete a lot of games. I know that was a confusing do? comment. I'm just gonna. No, that was really weird. What, did, Kirk? What do you? I don't no, really don't know worry. what I meant by that, to be honest with you. Don't worry about <laughs> I mean, it. Like, if it was at me, that's fair enough. But no, yeah. you were, you were, I thought you you're coming at me off the, out, out of the gate straight away. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. I was, I was surprised he'd done it in less than a week. Not that he'd actually done it. Like, that's the difference there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he no, did complete did. Elden Ring in, what, two or three weeks? It's only, yeah, it's only like about eight half. hours into it. Don't worry about it. I'd rather say it was days. It was like 10 days. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Ten full-time work shifts of Elden Ring. Yeah. That is what Ben did. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. And, uh, yeah, anyway, and our feature this week is, well, it's an experiment, isn't it, guys? It's quite it's a literal experiment. New. Yeah, we're, we're going to do something that we've entitled Frankenstein's Monster. Um, and it's something we've wanted to do for a while, but it, it could go really well or it could go spectacularly badly. So just like Frankenstein, to check that out. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. that's that's where the name came from, Kirk. Yeah, ah, yeah. just making sure. You know, I'm basic. Yeah. I'm basic. You know us. <laughs> At least you admit that. My God. Um, with that ruined, I suppose I should hand over to you for your news as well. You I? should, because I've actually got a great announcement for us and. Uh, so, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we teased on the old Twitter or something, uh, like a cryptic message. Um, one person did actually get it, um, but uh, we are going to actually be on uh, a live show. We're going to be live on, for the first gonna time. Are you not going to guess who, 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 who got it right? I mean, I'm not sure he's a, a yeah. All right, uh, at Mr. Tushy. Shh. Surely the whole <laughs> thing about competition is to, to announce who won it. Surely, am I? It's not really. And it's not really a competition. Nobody wins anything. Nobody wins anything. Uh, no, Eddie. And also, <laughs> not everybody. Not everybody that actually interacts with us actually listens to us. So he might not even might not even hear that. Oh. But you know, yeah. No, this is the thing. This is how Twitter works. Um, mm. But anyway, back to the the news, <laughs> the announcement. Um, we're going to be live on the sixth of April. It's six p.m. GMT. And if we've got any American listeners, that is. Uh, 12 p.m. ET, Eastern Time. Um, we're going to be on Mr. Boomstick XL show, which is uh, Double Barrel Gaming on YouTube. 
So yeah. come so and check one, us it? out. We're, there's a, there's going to be a live chat, and you're gonna we're, we're going to be running through what's going, what's kind of hot in gaming that week, and he'll be going through some of our like, what we what we want, what we like about gaming and, and whatnot. So come a live on. show, live a show, live show, fucking yeah. live show. With I'm very worried about that. Cameras, cameras yeah, and everyone's going to see. Everyone's going to see Pete have a migraine. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, I'm more worried about you, Kirk, oh and the shit that you come up with live. That's what I'm worried oh, about. That, yeah, my God, not having a filter on Kirk will be. No, I, I know. Mean, no, no, hold on, not hold editing on. Okay. Kirk. No, I fucking fuck off. <laughs> the thing I'm most worried about is that '90s decor that you've got sitting behind you in your desk, mate. Oh yeah, Eddie, that's disgusting. <laughs> What is wrong with this wallpaper? This is lovely wallpaper. wallpaper. Is hideous. I feel I really like everyone this wallpaper. Will see it let's, let's move this one on. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I also do want to point out. I really hope people on the east coast check the time Kirk said that because I'm pretty sure he's an hour off because the clocks changed this weekend. Um, uh, I, I, he also I've didn't gone, mention West Coast because apparently Kurt doesn't want West Coast people to listen in. Actually, I've yeah, only gone, but I've only gone based on what Boomstick put on his uh, post. Uh, oh, I literally okay. read what he'd put. So. Yeah, but, Okay. Okay. In which I mean, he lives. Probably... He lives in New York, so yes. I mean... In which case, it's probably our time that needs updating because he may not have accounted for the time <laughs> change which happened this weekend. Well, that's true. Because we're yeah. not we're not GMT anymore. We're British summertime. Aren't we? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you Jesus. for correcting oh, me. Jesus. This is why. This is why we need to. Right. So basically, we're going to be on at five <laughs> or six. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be five. It's this be is five why we brilliant. can't do live shows. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. We're yeah, it's also going to be we'll fantastic because that's when I'm still working. So that's an <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's that's me. Don't worry about it. That's pretty pivotal. <laughs> well, uh, it's, as you can tell, a live show is going to go really well for us. Using <laughs> GMT, a time zone which no one in the world is currently using. <laughs> well, oh, fuck fantastic. me sideways. Mm. Oh dear, oh dear. Well, and I suppose with that energy, we should move on to the actual news. Uh, (laughs) My God, and this week, I'm actually going to start us off because I wanted to talk about Sony. Now, have any of you you guys seen the big news about Sony coming up for this week? Yes. Well, this, I mean, this is, this is our, like we like to do, like, the the news of the rumored news the rumored the, news but it's not it's, quite news it's, it's not, quite, not news, quite news but news. yeah go on what what are they what are they saying well there is the not quite news about Sony is that they're reportedly going to announce their Game Pass style PlayStation Plus overhaul this week mm. so yes yeah I mean obviously there've been rumors about this and not quite not quite news about this for a while um, but we've We've got to a point now where the PlayStation Plus subscription overhaul, codenamed Spartacus, could be announced as early as next week. And this is according to Jason Schreier from Bloomberg, um, who first reported on this in December. So a lot of this not quite news coming from one source, it seems. But that's a good sign, I'm sure. Um, yeah. It essentially claims that the new service is going to combine the two, the company's two current PlayStation subscription offerings, uh, which is Plus and Now, into a single package split across three different subscription tiers. So it seems like one of those, the first of those is just going to be PlayStation Plus as it is today, um, mm-hmm. you know, required to play online titles and providing a number of monthly games uh, and at no extra cost, obviously. Uh, and then there'll be a mid-tier option, which is going to have a downloadable game catalog of around 300 titles in a similar vein to Game Pass, while their top tier is said to offer access to PS1, 2, 3 and PSP games alongside extended demos and cloud streaming. So these are apparently known as Essential, Extra, and Premium and would be priced 
I don't know why I'm even going into the prices they're claiming, but it would be priced $10, and $16. Well, that part came from Jeff Grubb, so now we've got a second source coming in, you know. Okay. So I there's mean, more than one. There's more than yeah, one here. That's good. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's as much as we know at the moment, apart from someone commenting that it would be a splashy lineup of hit games that would be coming out with this. <laughs> someone commenting. Someone. Third yeah. source. A third source has commented. <laughs> yeah. So... There's an awful lot of not quite news there and an awful lot of detail for not quite news. But how much of it's actually going to be real is an interesting thing to consider. Um, I mean, we all know this is coming at some point, surely. We, Something yeah, like we, this. we do know it's coming. We've heard it for a while. No, what's it called? Spartacus? Is that the code yes, name? Spartacus. Um, so, like, I'm really intrigued because, but I'm ready to be disappointed yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you know, this could be amazing. The PlayStation have access to a back catalogue, a huge back catalogue of. They own so many older titles: PS One, Two, Three, PSP, like PS Vita, all these games, and they actually own a lot of that IP. They mm. own a lot of the soundtracks and all this kind of stuff. So they can actually make this stuff available. They actually, and PS Now is not a bad offering. I mean, a lot of people um, were turned off it early when it was just streaming only but now ps now a lot of it is downloadable as well so combining it all and rebranding it does make perfect sense what i what we're rumored to not be getting at all would be the day and date releases of sony's big titles so god of war ragnarok etc will not come on day one to this service and that is the big differentiator in my mind between that and game pass yeah and it is a huge difference isn't it i mean the key thing with Game Pass for me is the new releases as much as anything else. It's I'm, having brand new games on there. I yes. mean, the thing the thing is, I've I, assuming that this is true, the extended demos section is what mm. fascinates me the most, more than anything, because I remember the days when we be, when we used to get like the official PlayStation magazine or Xbox magazine, there'd be like a di- demo disc in there, wouldn't there? And that would be like your extended demo of a game. And yeah. we, yeah. we've demos don't seem to really be a thing anymore. It's just the game comes out you, and you get it. Um, but it's this isn't this isn't going to be a direct competitor to Game Pass, even though we and everybody else really is going to look. They're going to weigh them up like that, yeah. aren't they? Because let's be honest, the value of Game Pass is fantastic. We've said it time and time again, and that won't change. If Sony can pull off something with their back catalogue, which obviously is humongous, then that mm. will be fucking fantastic because it's all about game preservation, all that kind of shit. But it's going to be the new stuff. You're going to, you're going to have this additional subscription mm. tier that you're going to have to pay for. I just yet another subscription to pay for, and you're not even getting the latest games on there. You still got to go and fork out seventy quid, and that's going I, to. Be- I, I, I'm sorry. Gone. I, I I know exactly what you're saying, and and I agree that it's not a competitor in the in the actual product offering sense to Game Pass. However, when somebody's considering, do I get a PlayStation? Or do I get an Xbox? If that's your decision uh, that you have to make. And Xbox always had, oh, they've got Game Pass, which gives me access to loads of games. doesn't matter. Yes, I'm new, whatever. But it gives me access to loads of games. PlayStation are now saying, we have a service that gives you access to loads of games. And I know they had PS Now and all that kind of stuff. But that's the competitor nature, wow. the competitive nature of the, of the product offering. It's not necessarily saying that you're going to get day and date games. Cause I know for us as avid gamers, that's, that could be a tipping point, mm. but for the person walking into the shop when they are in shops, 
um, and saying, what console do I want? Both of which have subscription services which have hundreds of games. That's what makes it a direct competitor. Yeah, and you make a good point. And my my immediate thought when you said that was obviously I got the new Xbox purely based on the fact that I had Game Pass for PC already. And I think, Eddie, didn't you do it because you had Game Pass as well? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for us, obviously, it wasn't so much that. Um, and particularly for me, it was because I already had the service on PC. It just made so much sense to get it on the console. But you make a point that those who aren't avid gamers could still see this as actually, yeah, it's the same thing fundamentally. Yeah, I think this is a great move by Sony to keep that step because they they sold twice as many as Xbox in the last gen. Mm. And to maintain that, you've got to keep the casual gamers going because of of that percentage sold, only there is a a smaller proportion who are hardcore gamers. Mm. Now, you need to keep the casuals happy and the casual... This is a perfect service to do that and to go, what console go? Oh, I'll just get a PlayStation. I've got a PlayStation 4, I'll get a PlayStation 5. That's the big one that everyone wants, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I suppose it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Uh, I think that's where they're going with it. And uh, yeah, But Kurt, I think you're right. Like it's another subscription service, which I will pay for. <laughs> yeah, and- of course you will. But it's- <laughs> what about... But I, will- I-, I do think they're going to take this opportunity to for the normal PS Plus membership that I already get I think they're going to take this opportunity to bring that price up. Mm, so do the I. baseline price. So do I. So that's <laughs> that would be annoying. But yeah. yeah, I will get whatever they're offering, even though I'll never play any of these old games. Mm. I'll still have to have it. Yeah, so you've got <laughs> access to them for when you might play them, even though you never yes. will. Fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, capitalism, making us all happy. Well, in, um, in news about subscription services, Kirk, I think you had one as well, didn't you? I do, I do. It's yet another <laughs> subscription service, as you've just said. Yeah. So, um, did you know that Rockstar are ready to milk the cow that they've bled dry even more by announcing that they have a GTA Plus subscription service that is exclusive to PS5 and Xbox Series consoles? Have you that heard about this? Is not great. That image that you just conjured. Up. I was, you know, I, know. What? I was actually <laughs> imaging, and I was thinking, surely blood and bl- blood and milk are two different yeah, things. Fried Eddie's mind that's so much that he was imaging. Yeah, that's called a malafor. What he just did there, uh, <laughs> where you mix your metaphors in a horrendous yeah, manner. That's, and that, that, yeah. So, are you yeah. telling me that he he milked the cow so much that blood started coming out of its uterus? Hey. Dude, and it's then, Frankenstein's other, episode. You just fucked me. Eddie, it's this is absolutely really, this skeleton is really fried, cow Eddie. with no blood that they're still milking. That's, that's <laughs> Oh, God, so it's like a guy. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah uh, is this the milk point, coming out, or is the milk just from the other being used <laughs> oh, too much? Is it even Do you want to ask Rockstar? Because they've got the answers. What's their answer, Kirk? Their answer is... Let's get more money from the people that are still playing our game almost 10 years later. Um, mm. So this is uh, priced at $6, uh, which is about £4.50, uh, but it, it, I think it's going to be priced at 4 99 over here. Um, it's an optional subscription service for GTA Online, which, as we all know, is like the all-singing, all-dancing multiplayer game of the decade. Um, so this is only for PS5 and series consoles, which is quite interesting. Uh, because it seems to be that they're, well, I guess they're trying to phase out the older consoles by not um, allowing them on there. But if I remember correctly, they're not actually cross-generational. 
these games. I think you can mm-hmm. only play with uh, the current generation. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, if, any, if 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 somebody can say I'm wrong on that, please do. But that would make um, sense because you had to buy the, the upgrade game again, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so basically, what this subscription service is going to give is GTA currency, special vehicle upgrades, and much more. Now, <laughs> what I find hilarious is here are some of the uh, snippets from the list of things that you'll get for this subscription service. So every month you'll get $500,000 in GTA currency delivered to your maze bank and that will re- reoccur every every month. Um, you'll get the auto shop located and in Las Mesa, La, La Mesa, sorry, introduces an assortment of gameplay updates from Los Santos tuners the, and the current auto shop owners can relocate to La Mesa at no additional cost. Okay, I don't really know what that means. Um, Waived LS car meet membership membership fees. So I'm guessing that you have to pay in-game currency to to uh, go to car meets. Mm-hmm. Um, yacht okay. owners can upgrade to the Aquarius Super Yacht at no additional cost. Uh, no, that sounds co- good. I know, right? Um, oh, that sounds very good. <laughs> the conveyor livery for the Mammoth Avenger, you get that. Um, and in addition to two times car meet rep uh, on the street race series. Now, again, well, as I said before, I have no idea what half this stuff means. I haven't played GTA Online since, I think, when I originally had it on the 360 um, when it first came into fruition there. But, obviously, it is a huge game. Now, this is just another way for them to, I, well, I guess, like I said at the beginning, milk the cow. I mean, do we really Milking need another subscription cow. service? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. The, the thing that concerns me for this is... It just means they are... I, I don't even want to say double down because they've more than doubled down on it. They've more than tripled down on it. They've quadrupled down on this thing now, haven't they? Now this being the third generation of the game. And there's now a subscription service. So where's GTA 6? And uh, no, Kurt, Kurt, I think you've misread that one. I think you've gone down the wrong path. I think this is good thing. This means good that, they, that they're going to release <laughs> GTA 6 sooner than you think because this, I think, is the precursor to GTA 6 because if they introduced a subscription service at the point of GTA 6 people would be like what the fuck mm. so they're testing the waters with GTA 5 and they're aiming this at the people that already spend money every single month yeah. to get them on board get the hardcores on board ease them into GTA 6 and then suddenly oh subscription service for GTA yeah what of it can I well, I completely agree with what you're saying, Ben, and I actually think you'd hit the nail on the head there. Can I just pause to highlight, this is good thing, this means yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get my words, the mind is going and saying, right, I've come up with something here. We've got to get it out, Ben. We've got to get it out. This is good thing. This is good. This, no, this means good. That's what this I means like good. Most, yeah. This means good. This means good. Yeah. I got there in the end, though. I got there in the end. I mean, it just... it just point going, to express terribly. Yeah. It just goes... To it's just yet another subscription, and it's just where our where our money's going now, isn't it? And it's well, just time and time again. Well, this is the thing. I think the four of us have the benefit of we're not giving them any money anyway, so no. it's fine. Um, and I do find it ridiculous that this would be a subscription added in, but mm. I think Ben is correct that they are testing the waters for GTA Six. That's what well, they're doing now. They're in a strong enough position that they can do that. Well, Sony have like something ridiculous, like ten live service games coming in the next couple of years. Uh, mm. live, live service, like ongoing games, are like games as a service model. Yeah. They are going to be 
a lot of people's everyday game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've said it before how I want one of those games. And I, I'd be the perfect target market for when I actually find one where that's my, my go-to all the time. And I pay for one of these services. And they are looking to the people that are playing every single day of this game. And they are spending on microtransactions anyway. Mm. Tie them in. Tie so them in. Tie them up. Make um, it better for them, but tie them in. Just, <laughs> just one question I've got then, So, just so I've got this clear. Are you saying that you think that GTA 6 is going to be a live service game? So it won't be it won't be I a single-player experience like... What? I think, no, I'm not saying I, that I think they'll I'm release saying... it as a single-player game, but then um, then they'll introduce like seasons and things that come out each month. Yeah. That There's going to be a live service element, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I, oh, I yeah, think sorry. that they what they've learnt is that the single-player draws people, people in, in exactly. to play GTA, yeah. Yeah. but GTA Online is where people stay. Exactly. And their their single player will be no doubt be excellent and mm-hmm. will be just like the previous ones, maybe even better and bigger and all that kind of stuff. But there will certainly be a whole new GTA Six online. Do we know because how um, Red Dead Two got uh, did online? Yeah, it didn't do well, and I think the reason right. is oldie timey stuff is shit. <laughs> like when you're doing PvP, PvP is gash. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's like. Where PvP like on GTA Five, it's wow you can do all this cool stuff, and they put ridiculous things in there. Well, it's like the like you know, the race tracks and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, in the, I've seen in, all the, in the air yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's, it looks like a lot of fun. Shit. Yeah, you yeah, can't do that with ride. Carton. Let's ride on a horse. <laughs> on a cart, or pop, a, pop a cart on the back, maybe, and shoot someone with my revolver. Great. <laughs> that's it. Fair enough. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's that one. Fucking subscriptions, great. Another one. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, I'll I'll pick up the mood a bit. Um, <laughs> what this is picking up the mood? Fuck you. Oh, okay, um, good. I'm glad. Epic <laughs> Games has raised seventy million dollars for Ukraine from a week's worth of Fortnite profits. Um, wow. So I, I saw this on Eurogamer, um, but uh, they they released the information on their on Epic Games's blog. Uh, but they did say all profit from the game for two weeks will be given to humanitarian efforts in Ukraine. With another week to go, this total is set to rise. How good is that? Awesome. Seventy That's fucking, million. That is yeah. awesome. That's that huge coincides. That I coincides do have... with. Oh, sorry, Kurt. You go. I was just going to say, sorry. It it does also highlight just how much that fucking game makes. Yeah, it's, that's what I yeah, thought when I saw it. this. Yeah, it's an insane. It's, it's it's almost like an advert. It's a, it's a weird flex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Um, but um, but but one thing, uh, it coincides with Fortnite have done a week or two of no build mode. Uh, I've heard about this. I've seen that, and it's it's huge. Uh, yeah, made huge and so you get loads it, of people. So like you get loads of people playing it. So I wouldn't have been surprised this week, Eddie, if you said I've been playing Fortnite. I've, like because. You know, for it's, that it's if it wasn't so. I've got to admit, the building is the big thing that puts me off that game. Because have you seen yes. it when they just do the stupid? It's not yes. even building, is it? It's kind of just like whacking up stuff. Up. Oh, it's the yeah. stupidest thing I've ever seen. But it's still very kiddie. It, it's it's like the child's version of uh, PUBG, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, yes, but, yeah. It and is. they obviously yeah. tailor it to that. But yeah, inc- incredible money. Because it's, it's free to play, isn't it? Is. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free to play. So this is all it, in-game microtransactions. Purchases. Yeah, wow, that's fucking nuts. Ooh, that's big money. Mm-hmm. But it's going to a good cause, so we can yes. all be happy instead of very, very depressed that Fortnite's making that much money. Yeah, save yeah. that for another week. Yeah, right. 
Shall I bring down the mood? No, no, oh, I'm not bringing down the mood. Oh, no, am I bringing down the mood? Come on. Know, let me look at my... I've gone to the wrong story, so let's see. No, I'm bringing up the mood. Right. Okay. Right. Very good. Uh, do you remember the last couple of weeks I've been banging on about GTA 7 and all the trials and tribulations that that game has had? And GTA last week 7. they... Yeah, what did I, I say? Grand say what? GTA. <laughs> GTA. Yeah, GTA. GTA. Oh, I've even got oh, right, six yet. Yeah, is we're not GTA 7. This is now episode 500. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, GT, GT7, Gran Turismo 7. Um, yeah, so they had made it harder to earn credits and everyone kicked off and mm. all that kind of shit. So it became a grindy mess. Yeah. Um, and the their response initially was well, they want players to take a longer term view um and and view this as as a, a live service like games as a service game um at which point people are like well this is a single player game <laughs> you have to be connected online but hmm, come on it's a, it's a single player so that's the biggest biggest mark yet that this is actually a live service game um <clears throat> but uh yeah people worked out that it would take 20 hours to grind for one of the better cars in the game so like the top couple of cars in the game take you it take you 20 hours to amass surplus kind of credits to get that that's horrendous um i love that well especially when you can't resell cars now it is great when you've got a lot of time on your hands nope we talked about that last week eddie no No, i don't remember i switch off on dentals but that's really sad but but eddie it's great for someone like you who has who goes ah i'm in this game and this is all i'm playing and this is actually well it is and it isn't because you twenty hours to do one task is is a lot. But regardless, anyway, people kicked off and then they've now come out and they've thanked the community for their feedback as developers do when they go, <laughs> oh, this has not gone well. Um, and a number of changes are coming in early April. I think it's early April, an early April patch. Um, so important ones are that they've increased rewards in the events on the latter half of the world circuits by approximately 100% on, on average. So <laughs> the credits are doubling on in the latter half, which is really good. Uh, they've also increased rewards in online races. Um, they've increased the quantity of used and legend cars on offer at any given time. Now, this was a problem when I was playing. When you go to the used car lot kind of thing, there's about 30, 20 cars there. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? This, this, this isn't okay. this isn't that grand kind of marketplace you advertised at the start. So putting more in that, um, and uh, beyond that, there will be more world circuit events added, full-on endurance events, including twenty-four hour races, online time trials with proper payouts, uh, and most significantly, players will be able to sell cars in their virtual garage for credits there you go so eddie. before Lovely. you could have multiple cars and you couldn't even sell one of them but yes now eddie you can sell cars so that <laughs> is a way to make credits and also they're giving players one million credits uh that you can redeem in your garage i think if you if you log on and redeem it before the 24th of april Okay. So you've got quite a long time and so you get a million credits so that's pretty wow. pretty good so you know, hopefully this actually now puts the game on a, on a track of being talked about positively because, you know, it was actually a, a decent game. But my, my kind of question, my thought that I had going through this was, do you actually think this bad publicity, and which has now turned out to them giving more to the players, do you think that's actually going to have done really, really good things for the sales, actually? No. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do you not? Do you not think? Do you not think people are talking about it longer than they ever would? I would have thought people would. I shut, think, shut up about it by now. It, it didn't now do wonders for another, Battlefield. <laughs> it's got so no, no. Yeah, but they never fixed it, did they? Yeah. Now yeah. these guys have basically just given load away, and people. So if I was thinking, if I was on the fence about GT, and then it was like, oh no, it's getting really bad press. Now I hear this, I go, oh, I'll get it. Yeah, that's a good point. I see that. Yeah, I, I get the point, but I also just think that they, the game, the game didn't hit the way that I think. A lot of people were intending it to, not just the the, the big wigs at Sony and, and and the developers and stuff, but just the fans. That like it just wasn't that experience that they wanted. And then there was all that grinding, and then you had the the outage for thirty hours, and then more grinding, and now they're backpedaling like big time. I just I think oh, the damage Kirk's has just been a done. Sony hater. I'm not Sony hater. <laughs> he, he is. A no, Sony. I'm he's get, just an I, Xbox fanboy. That's, that's a big difference. I, I I actually played on PS5 this weekend. I have you know. I loved it. It's great, okay. but it's. Uh, I just. I don't. I don't know. I think. I think people move on so fast these days that games have their time and then they go. And GTA That's ruined a good point. its time. Did you say GTA? No, I said GT. Um, all right, okay. Definitely said GTA. Um, I thought so he said GTA. GTA. Yeah. The one thing yeah. we should know <laughs> is at least its user ratings have settled at a healthy one point seven. Oh, well, lovely. At least it's, least it's stabilised. That's all that they <laughs> it's can ask. It's That's no all that they can ask. because it has hit the pavement. <laughs> it is a good point, though, Kirk. You make a good point that games kind of have their kind of two-week window and yes. then people move on. That's it. Yeah. So, well, so, we'll see how it does. Fair. Indeed. Indeed. I'm still well. two wins away on fucking Halo on Onyx. <laughs> you guys still won't log on with me. <laughs> we gave up just before. Yeah, I know. I swear you did on purpose because there was that Friday night where I went, oh, I'm only two wins away from Onyx. And then never again have we played Halo. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Hey, look, we were just we were just not happy with giving you an easier target to get your way there. You've got to play against your own peers. No, not <laughs> that, because then I'll get down to like I don't know, whatever dog shit Kirk's on. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Our levels were bringing down the quality oh, of the absolutely. You were just yeah. cleaning up. Oh absolutely. Yeah, we were, we yeah were I was gonna hit that so onyx, the most undeserved onyx of all time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was playing against proper heroes <laughs> Pete and I were just struggling our way through yeah, that's it we had Eddie and Jack making things much more difficult for us it's and fantastic. for some reason Kirk's level was quite low but he was like Decent just behind kids. Eddie on how good he is mm. well, except, the odd, except the odd game let's not forget the odd game yeah the odd game I would be completely not turned up yeah, Kirk yeah. was either he turned up or he really didn't turn up. Yeah, I yeah. just remember at one point looking at it and you were like 0 oh, and 9, Kirk, and you recovered a bit from there, but it was like, what has happened? You were like now and again game. he gave it to his older brother to play or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Very good. Either way, I'm sure we'll come back to that at some point. Hmm. Well, just to um, just to wrap this up cyclically, I've got another piece of not quite news as well for you. Hmm. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Yeah, so have you guys um, noticed the things today about Bioshock Infinite? I've heard some stuff. Yeah, so it's um, we all know that Bioshock 4 is in development, by the way, and is rumoured to be out, what, 2024 at the moment? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, there has been nothing in the Bioshock series outside Burial at Sea content since 2013. Um, and in the last month, it has been noted that there have been nine updates um, on Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> in a month okay. nine updates okay. uh, and the last one was about three days ago and it's not even clear what exactly has been updated so obviously people are speculating like mad 
which is why it's not quite news once again. Um, so some have said this could be in relation to an NVIDIA leak, which mentions a remaster, specifically an RTX overhaul. Uh, others briefly mentioned the idea of the game becoming compatible with the Steam Deck, which to me seems quite a realistic option as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't a pretty old game, but a port to, to Steam Deck would make an awful lot of sense, wouldn't it? I will and, be. I was just going to say, sorry, uh, I played the remastered collection. Like that, that, there's um, uh, a collect, like you get all three games. Uh, it's like yeah. seven ninety nine or something, and they still look really, really good. They don't need to be remastered. So I would, yeah. I would put my money on the Steam Deck personally. Yeah, this is the thing. Well, it also uh, one of one of the users who actually looked at this on Steam DB and elsewhere noticed that it does mention a two K launcher. So this is the other option. Uh, which could suggest the publisher is working on its own game launcher, either for this or for the entire series. I think you've missed the uh, the other one, Pete. It could oh. be that that infamous intern you could have just been uh, <laughs> let let loose on it and gone. You know what? We we want you to do some good stuff in a few months, but we're going to let you have a trial run on that game that nobody's playing anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Bioshock Infinite got got a load of updates. My is God, that the, the same? Is that the same intern that trip? Is that the same intern that tripped over the cable at Nintendo it's last week? It's the same one, Coke. Yeah, it's the very same one. Yeah, He's so. also the only one left working at um, that Microsoft studio. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. This intern, he is, he, is he has a frenetic life. Poor guy. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> well, that really did make it though. not quite news to end there. My God. Yeah, there is a lot of travel involved. Um, well, with that debacle, I think it is time to move on to new releases. All right, cool. Um, it's uh, it's a slow week this week, guys. It is. It is. Um, but let me kick off with a huge one: Death Stranding director's cut coming out on PC March thirtieth. Um, not going to read the blurb. Nice try, Pete. Um, <laughs> didn't um, Kojima criticise director's cuts? Do you, do you not remember that a while ago? Yeah, yeah, he did, he did yeah. right? He did. Yeah, he, yeah, he, but didn't he criticised like the term. He criticised it before the director's cut came out on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. he just didn't like the term because I think it yeah. was something to do with like, well, the director's cut is like Film the better specific. version. So what you've said is that we haven't released a complete exactly. version. Yeah, anyway, he, but, he also didn't he, like it in relation to films being a different medium because he's a massive film buff as well, isn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah. But, but importantly, Eddie, how fucking dare you say this is a slow week when Death Stranding is coming to PC? <laughs> Touchy. Eddie, are you going to get it? Dare. Are you going to get it even though you've already got I it? I could get it on the Steam Deck, couldn't I? No, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the... Um, I, I've taken I've taken the um, Death Stranding down on the downstairs PlayStation to install it, so I'll pay the upgrade because I think it's only £5 for the director's cut. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know they were doing that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's on the PS5. I think you. I think it's five pound for the director's cut upgrade. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a great idea. So I'm gonna have a gonna have another go on Death Stranding. Lovely. Mm. I've got the PC to play it now, so uh, maybe I. No, oh, no fuck, yes. I'm not even gonna pretend. Eddie, but come on, you no, must. It's no walking simulator for me. <laughs> absolute classic. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, not for me. Next one, Coromon. 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 Should we go with that? Yes. Coming out on PC and Switch, March 31st. Coromon is a modern take on the classic monster-taming genre. Tame Coromon and explore a vast work field with thrive, thrilling turn-based battles, <laughs> brain-twisting puzzles, and a mysterious threat to the world awaiting defeat. Nobody said a battle researcher was easy. 
being a battle researcher, I think oh, yeah. you meant. But there you go. Just gonna highlight that. Um, yeah, this uh, this looks like the biggest ripoff of the old Pokemon's I've ever seen. Like there are so many things that even some of the like the the creatures or the monsters yes. say look the yes. same. They do, you know what I mean? It, it, it is. It is just a ripoff. Isn't it's it? It's crazy. It yeah, but like this is. This, it is yeah. It's so like similar that I. It's so on the nose. Yeah. I mean, oh, even I the characters that you play as have caps. Like mm-hmm. your character in yeah, yeah. Pokemon. It's, a, it's Pokemon. Well, yeah. it's you're called unash- battle researcher. I mean, come on, what like. <laughs> It's Coromon. <laughs> as yeah. soon as you saw that, as soon as I saw that name before I was researching it for this pod, mm. I was like, "Oh, that sounds like Pokemon." Yeah, ah, it is Pokemon. I it think the Pokemon. tagline is, uh, "You've got to research them all." But oh my god, really? <laughs> no, nah, I'd take the piss cut. But but I mean, it, like the world really map, like the, the buildings, like honestly, even the fucking bushes look the same. I, <laughs> I like it. I, I bet you do, Ben. Yeah, no doubt you do. I mean, this <laughs> is the thing. Game, going like another version of the old Pokemon is not a bad thing to have. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, fine. But I've loaded new Coromon to, to, to work out. <laughs> well, can't wait. It is insane how much, how derivative this is. It's incredible what you can get away with, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. like, the what fact the that fuck? they didn't even ch- try and change the name that much. I love that. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. literally, <laughs> what, what have we got there? Consonant, vowel, consonant. Val Mon. <laughs> it's the same so, fucking so thing. So, uh, what's the bets that the original name was Copy Mon? <laughs> yeah. They just went, oh, we can't have that as our final name, actually. Let's Coromon? Co- yeah, Coromon. Yeah, let's make a little slide around the alphabet here and there, and we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Brilliant. Right, oh, let's move there's, on. There's, prob- there's probably like a Prof Elm or something in there as well, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, exactly. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Professor Elm. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good right next one fix fox I was going to say firefox no that's a that's an internet explorer type um, this is coming out on PC March 31st arriving on a curious planet Vix and her toolbox tin great name for a toolbox explore space fixing machines with unconventional tools and eating cosy meals with kind robot locals on an epic adventure the duo repairs an interstellar beacon constructs giant mechs and unravels a cosmic mystery that transcends existence um this is described as a wholesome sci-fi adventure game um i don't like the art style looks like really old like i don't know like 80s style um and the puzzles to me look really simple like like so simple that i feel like you could probably do this if you were doing like computer designing in university um what do you guys think hmm i love it i do i do i do not i wish it, i wish it, i wish it was on switch Jeez. Oddly enough, Eddie, the only thing I thought was a couple of the rooms even look like RimWorld, but if RimWorld was done dirty, if you know what I mean. And okay. less clean RimWorld. <laughs> All right, I'm buying yeah. it. All right, fine. Yeah, I'm like, there. RimWorld is <laughs> clean. I'll give it that. RimWorld is very clean cut. Yeah, but the people um, that play it are dirty as fuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't say that. that. Is, <laughs> no, it is entirely true. <laughs> sure, it's illegal um, to buy in some countries, but leave it alone. <laughs> Look, my underground dwelling blind cannibal cult don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Like, um, but no, I mean, it, it clearly is going for the wholesome vibes as well, isn't it? Like, 
and I'm mm. sure it'll hit them by the looks of things. But the, yeah, not, I, not it looks me. like a Switch game, though. It looks like it should be on Switch. It I, does I think look like a Switch game. That's what this. I meant. Can, can oh, I just I like, say one thing? Sorry, have you seen the character artwork, the illustration? Because that does not mm. look like a fox to me. It looks like some red-headed person with a white beard that's wearing those fucking shitty cat ears. It's an anthropomorphic fox. Yeah, like. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, oh, Kirk, I'd like to see you do a fox, but then I thought you are a graphic designer, so you probably would do a pretty good fox. <laughs> yeah, he'd find fox. he'd find an image of a fox online and then just and then do a yeah, few tweaks it like to it. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. you've got me down to a TP. Love it. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know what Trace your job requires. All right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, Pirates of Gravite coming out on PC March 31st. Dog fighting sea dogs. Come out. I'm trying to do a pirate there, but really, no, <laughs> I don't really know. I think it was different. a little bit Cornish. All right. Commander <laughs> yes, Rocket. Was, yeah. <laughs> it's Irish. That's what it is. <laughs> Commander Rocket propelled a pirate ship to this aerial combat roguelike. In 2.5D, Father Ted. Um, equip your ship, train your crew, optimize your build, get blown up, and do it all again. <laughs> I just got. I didn't hear anything. <laughs> oh God! I right. wasn't ready for that. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, actually no, crying. I'm actually uh, crying. Apparently, pirates. Uh, a lot of them are Irish. Um, right. Moving on to the game because I don't want to do this to disservice. This looks really, really good. This looks like to our listeners, um, Sid Meier's Pirates, but you kind of got rockets on your ship and you're kind of flying through uh, the sky and stuff. Um, yep. You can upgrade your ship, you can do things with your crew, and I think this, for a simple game, this looks really good. I never to? thought you'd say that. I never, really? ever expected you to say well, this looks good. I loved Sid Meier's Pirates. Yeah, um, it was a great game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a hell of a game. So this, as soon as I saw it, I went, ooh, this looks a bit like Sid Meier's Pirates. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I, th- I think if I'd never played that, Oof. I probably would not be happy with it. But no, no, this looks fantastic. Fun. I'd much rather be playing Fix Fox on, uh, <laughs> on 31st of March. And this right. is why you own a Switch. Anyway. Well, no, it's, it's, not, it's not on Switch, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, yeah, true. But that's why you own it, because it is a Switch-style game. Um, <laughs> yeah, that said, Eddie, when I said continue with the accent, I meant for the whole show. Can you please bring that back? I don't yes. know what it was. It started Cornish, then it went Irish. I don't, oh, fuck knows. I actually had tears. I had tears coming out of my eyes by the end of that. I was fucking Oh, yeah, brilliant. I'm in so much pain, and I was still laughing so hard. <laughs> I'm clipping that. I'm clipping it. Oh, no. So this is why I don't do voices. Um... Yeah, well, that one's coming out on March 31st. Looks really you need good. to do a, a voice for the next one, Eddie. Mm. Um, oh, what's that? That's like... So the next John, one John is, is Weird <laughs> West. Going on PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, March 31st. Um, so that's like a cowboy. Cowboys don't really have accents, do they? There's got to be something. Got to say partner in it or something. American. <laughs> got to say partner! Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, partner. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't. Don't, don't actually. Just, just say what you want. <laughs> yeah, I've done, I've done, I've done, I know. I've done, I'm so I've nervous and I was leaning in like, go on, Eddie. <laughs> I apologise. I apologise. Survive and unveil the mysteries of Weird West through the intertwined destinies of its unusual heroes in an immersive sim from the co-creators of Dishonored and Prey. 
Um, this game uh, is a kind of twin-stick shooter RPG. I'm not going to say anything else on it because uh, the developers have given me a key and I've been playing it. And there's an embargo, so I can't actually say my opinions or anything until the 31st. But I will be uh, doing a YouTube video. So please, on the on the first, open up YouTube and, and click on our Grumpy Gamers and then find the video. It's, it's actually it's on thirty first at one pm. Should be able to should be able to see it. Mm. Is that GMT or GMT? GMT. GMT. <laughs> oh shit! I have West to look at the mail actually because it'll it'll say GMT. It will. So I because th- it did say it was it, it was in UK time, but I think it's a GMT. But we're now BS. Yeah, we're boy. BST now. Well, that will confuse Ooh. things. Better get God, that out of right. Oh yeah, but I don't want to. Co- I don't want to cock it up, and we could release it early. Oh, what an exactly. hour! You would be an hour early, yeah. Yeah, we'd be we'd be dirty dogs. Dirty. If you're gonna if you're gonna break an embargo, Kirk, one hour is just as bad as a week, basically. That's true. That's true. <laughs> of all the things for us to get sued for, if we get sued for being an hour early on a review, I'll be pretty upset. It'll also mean I'm just more free with getting sued by everyone else because if that's the one that actually breaks the camel back, we may as well, <laughs> may as well just go with everything. <laughs> Oh, I think uh, Pirates of the Gravité uh, developers might sue us for the uh, impersonation, I think. Uh, <laughs> You'll find out that's actually how the character talks in its think, advertising. His, uh, his vocal, I think all our Irish listeners skills. will come after you before they do. So, Irish, yes, Cornish, yeah. whatever the fuck else was in there, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Right, uh, let's move on. Next one is Terror Bane, coming out on PC Switch, April 1st. Terra Bane is a comedic adventure where bugs are your friends. Enjoy exploring a crazy and outlandish world full of unique, quirky characters and homages to the history of video gaming. Challenge the developer with your creativity and be the bane of errors. Um, Pete, I thought you purposely put Terra Bane with the error in capitals until I actually saw that that's kind of part of the game. Yeah, so no, yeah that, is, dickhead, that is their style. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's because they like the errors and the bugs in this game, so they want to kind of emphasise it, uh, mm-hmm. it. So, um, yeah, the whole game, to me... Well, the developer um, has said, the developer swears the game he has created is the best one ever made. Um this looks like one of the worst games ever made. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say he's wrong, but I'm just saying maybe he has uh, a warped idea of what a good game consists of. But um, yeah, maybe it's not for me. What do you guys think? It's an interesting I mean, concept, think... but that's about all I've got for it. Yeah, I think worst game ever is a bit savage. I, I like to go extremes, all right? Yeah. If he thinks he's created the best game ever... Then I'm going to say it's the worst, best ever. So we equal each other out. It okay, does look yeah. awful. It looks, it looks it horrendous. It does look awful. <laughs> yes, and it's got weird combinations of stuff from like Mario style games to Final Fantasy style games. And and the trailer did nothing to advertise <laughs> this game. Very like, true. Nothing. It made it negative. I would have. I was more inclined to get the game before I saw anything on it. <laughs> that says yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yes. Big time. Yeah, well, that is it from new releases. Pretty slow week. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if people have their Death Stranded Directors Cut if they want. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But there's another PC game on Epic. Um, there is. The, the free game for the week is Warhammer Total War 1, isn't it, Pete? It is indeed, yeah. No way. Um, 
Yes, uh, Wormer Total One is free on Epic from the 31st of March for a week. Nice. So for anyone who's not looking to play the big combined maps, but who might have tried Warhammer 3 recently, you can go back and play the start of the series. That's um, is, that, um, is, is it comparable in how, how like, how good it is? It's a fantastic you know? game, yeah. Um, it- and actually, it's got a few things that the later ones don't. So in Warhammer 1, they included a couple of mini campaigns, including for like the Wood Elves and the Beastmen and a couple of other races. Um, which are a really different experience and they're really fun. They're kind of... Eddie, did you ever play, like, the Crusades in Medieval 2? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and, like, what, they had another one for the Aztecs, didn't they, and another one for, like, the Vikings. They had jihads um, as well, didn't they? They did, yeah. So they had... Um, so those mini-campaigns, they're very similar to the ones in Warhammer 1. So mm. it gives you just a really different experience on, like, a, a smaller but much more detailed map. So oh, cool. it's it's a really cool one. So I would recommend it to anyone because it's free. I mean, why wouldn't you give it a go? Hmm? Uh, um, yeah. but what, if you've got uh, Game Pass, they've got the third one though, haven't they? They do, yeah. Well, they right now. Oh, yeah. That's a 50-50 on which one's better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, what factions are in the... Because f- I got the first and second combined, so I never mm. actually played the first one alone. What, what factions so are in the first one? one? So the first one, you had Empire, Dwarves, Vampire Counts... Vampires, orcs. <laughs> can I be? Can I be vampires with a dragon? You oh. can, Ben. Yes, it yes. specifically Sob. has what you Sob. were after. Um, the main vampire, in fact, rides on a dragon. Um, Fucking rights. I mean, when, when, I'm already gets one. Um, and you also had Norska, the Beastmen, and the Wood Elves added. To Downloading. That. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a really good game, and I actually still sometimes play it um, oh, even cool. now. Although Warhammer Two mostly is taken over because the maps overlap. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. I do play it for the mini campaigns more than anything because the Beastmen one is really good. Um, I mean, the Wood Elf one is as well, but I haven't played that as recently. Uh, but yeah, so that is that's available for a week from this Thursday. Cool. Right. And with that, I suppose we should move into what we've been playing. Um, and Eddie, I know you can't talk about what you've been playing, really. But I'm guessing you've also still been playing Tarkov, haven't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've been playing... Um a lot of uh, Weird West, um, and I've been playing a lot of Tarkov. Um, I've even been dipping back into the golf game now and again. When I've, uh, yeah, nice. Been... Oh, fancy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a beauty. I've got, I've, got an, I've got my new rig set up, so what I did is I was a bit naughty. As you know, I had a week off last week, and I, I hit the shops. So I got myself a new desk, a new uh, gaming mat, a uh, new keyboard, new mouse, a uh, new stand of... A new webcam for our for our live show because I realised the other one was not great. But I'm <laughs> not lying, punk. right? I, I put the thing on. It's two HD. Honestly, I can see the pores <laughs> in my face. I honestly tried to put my stand on the other side of the room to see if I was less. Just it's just so fucking awful. Sorry, um, mate, compression on YouTube will uh, fizzle that out for yeah, you. That, be that, does it. that right Don't up. Worry, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be grabbing some uh, makeup from his girlfriend before that. Anyway. <laughs> Foundation well, sure. in those pores. <laughs> I, I do that anyway, but still, like, <laughs> um, yeah. So I've I've been hitting hitting Tarkov mainly hard, um, big time on my new uh, shiz. So yeah, it's 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 going well. But uh, look out for that video on the um, the thirty first slash first. So. Fantastic. Um, what about you, Kirk? What have you been up to? I dipped into, well, as I played a couple of new games over the last couple of weeks, I thought I'd dip into something a little bit older. So um, I've been playing a bit of Streets of Rage 4. Uh, it's on Game Pass. So um, I'm looking forward to you uh, talking about this one because I it's been on there for about a year or so, hasn't it? I, yes, it has. 
I do apologise. You may be able to hear a screeching sound at the moment. Don't worry. I was wondering, I yeah. was wondering if that was a train or if it's that was... all the fucking time that I get to talk, isn't it? It's lovely. Um, <laughs> so, again, sorry, listeners. I really am. Um, so this is... Uh, I was meant to t- uh, play this when it came out. I was, I was psyched for it because I loved the uh, first three games uh, myself on the Mega Drive. And it plays exactly as you would expect it to. It's just like... It's a Streets of Rage game at the base at the end of the day. It's got really tight controls. Um, do you, you know uh, when you? Uh, how many of you have played the original games? I play Streets of Rage two, I think. You've, you, you've dipped into you've dipped into one. That's fine. So you would have yeah. um, pressed uh, the well. It wouldn't have been Y back then. It would have been A or B, I think, for uh, the Mega Drive. But um, you don't you don't press the Y button for a special attack, uh, which used to call in the police. Um, it now uh, drains your health, but it uses like a special power-up instead that you have, like like a special kick or a spe- uh, special punch or something. Um, and I then found out as I was playing the game a bit further in, I got to stage four, and when you're fighting the police, they actually call in the backup that you used to get in the prior games, right. which I thought was quite cool. Um, That's good. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you, you, you now have these, uh, I guess they're kind of like in-person special attacks. So you can also uh, press Y and B together, and it does a different one, which um, that doesn't actually drain your your, your health, uh, that one, but it does do more damage. However, you've got more chance of getting hit from it. Um, the one that I, the character I'm using is Blaze. She's still in it, obviously. Um so it was good old Axel from the uh, from the first games as well, and when you do this special attack, she kind of levitates in the air a bit, and then there's like this burst of electrical energy that surrounds her, and then hurts any enemies that are in the in that um, nearby area. Um, so the game kind of starts off in the streets like the games of old. Uh, you move to a police station, then to a cargo boat, and basically, enemy wise, it's a mix of new and old. Um, there is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I don't know, if, I think they were in the second one, but there are these fucking dickheads with mohawks that like to kind of like, I guess like slide into you, and they are really fucking cumbersome to Jesus. get to, because yeah, they, they they like do like a, a, a dive slide with them, and they kick you from, from underneath, and they always end up breaking your like combo or something, which really fucks me off, because part of this game is essentially getting your combos up and stuff like that you're getting more points the more points you get the more chance you've got of getting additional lives so you can obviously last longer in the game um i was finding myself uh, at the end of each kind of stage i was doing you get ranked by grade um and you can get like a b c etc i was kind of like averaging out c's and b's with this um honestly i know they they couldn't do too much with the graphics on this on the basis that if they deterred too much from the pixel style that the first three games were, it wouldn't feel like Streets of Rage. But they've done something quite clever because it's kind of cel-shaded graphics, but it feels it feels new while still feeling old, if that makes any sense. Mm, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Um, the sound design of the game as well is still great. Um, they've still got uh, certain sounds that they used to have in the old games, like when you picked up an apple or chicken or any cash. Like they, they're, they're still the same sounds, just updated for the, the newer systems, etc. Um, the music is still as... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's as memorable as the original games because I could literally hum a, a, a song from the first game um, still, but I couldn't tell you what it was on this one. But it's still kind of catchy like when you're playing the game. Um 
bosses are pretty pretty much as you'd expect uh like so the second boss was uh you you face off against the police commissioner and he literally throws punches like a fucking boss at you which um (laughs) is is quite quite entertaining um and they've also got this dweeb looking enemy which is like i'm guessing it's like a I don't know what they're trying to depict here, but they kind of have their hands in their pockets, they're shirtless, and they look like hipsters. Um, and then what they do is they literally headbutt you or throw flying kicks at you three at a time. Uh, but until they attack you, they just stand there just doing nothing, which is mm. was just a bit weird. Um, overall, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. It's an easy game to play, in the sense of it's a pick up and play game, and you don't have to how, think too how much. Long, how long do you reckon it is, Kirk? Um, like, I mean, I think I've, I've, I've probably I played it for a couple of hours the other night. I think it was on Saturday night, um, and no, not this weekend. It was last week. Sorry. Uh, I would probably say it's probably about eight, eight to ten hours long. I think. Is that is that because? Um, so, do you have to start again if you lose all your lives? And stuff? I haven't got that, that far works? yet, so I've still got all my lives intact. So I just stopped okay, playing. So. That was all. But I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on with a bit more this week to uh, alongside the yeah, other no, game I've been playing. Do because I wouldn't I wouldn't mind playing it. And you could do co-op online, right? Uh, yeah, I think you can actually. Yeah, there's, there's You're local co-op. Not filling me confidence, but no, no, I no. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, what you got to remember is when I loaded up the game, I was just going right single player, let's go. And but I think you're right. There were there was an option for online co-op. So. Um, I think it'd yeah, be cool could, to play because I yeah I think it'd be cool to play together. Yeah, yeah, it, was a, it, it, it could be fun with your mates because I remember the first games being like great. You'd always get your mate over and see how far you could get before you both tapped out with losing all your lives or you got to the end. So, um, but no, was that, it, side, was that a side swipe saying it'd be fun with your mates? You didn't want to play with me. So that's like, right it there. wasn't, but I'm glad you took it there. That shows uh, your insecurities, Lovely. mate. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's it is it's a fun game. It's a, one of those palate cleansers, I would say. Um, and I, there's, there's nothing bad about it, really. It's just it's just fun. Like it's not like the most amazing game in the, in the world, but it's just fun to play. You know, a, a good gaming limbo. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So lovely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, shall I talk about Ghostwire then? I, I think you probably should, I've, yeah. I think we've reached that moment. <laughs> right, so Ghostwire Tokyo. So it came out last Friday on the 25th, and this is the last Bethesda game that's going to... Well, it's a PlayStation exclusive before everything moves over to Xbox, so we're thinking it's a one-year exclusivity on the PlayStation, and then it will be on Game Pass. Yeah, so yes. if you're Xbox only, then this will be available in a year. Uh, but if not, it's just PlayStation and PC at the moment. Um, now, they are... This, they're only publishers, though, aren't they, on this one? Well, Tango Gameworks, aren't they one they're of the studios? They're under Bethesda, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. under Bethesda. Uh, they, uh, they own yeah, by it, Zenimax. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they are. It's all under the same banner, so mm. they are, it is actually, is actually Bethesda, Bethesda. Um, okay, fair, fair. Mm. So uh, this, this game, it is very easy to pick holes in, um, and the Metacritic scores have been very mixed, and they've been around 70, but there are highs and lows to that quite a lot of variability in the in in the scores um i've i have completed it um and just to give an idea on length of of the game i did the main uh story with side quests in about 10 and a half hours but if you did a healthy healthy dose of side 
quests, you could probably get this to 15 hours. Um, if you're looking completionist, doing everything, opening up all areas of the map, etc., probably looking at 20 to 30 hours, I'd say. Okay. So that's it's kind of length of game. Um, but I, I think it's good the way that they've done it, and I'll get, I'll get on to that. So the story is basically, it's based in Tokyo, everyone's disappeared, you play a guy called Akito, um, and he's halfway between life and death because you've been resurrected after a motorcycle accident and you've bonded with this spirit called kk now these two characters uh, akito and kk are the main main character good guys the main protagonists kind of in the in the game mm. um and they're always talking to each other and it, it doesn't great so that's the first thing that the characters are not annoying and uh the english voice acting very very good nice. uh, because i always like an english voice acting i, I never i rarely ever put it on on the uh, like native Japanese speaking and then subtitles, I like I like the English acting and it's it's very good in this. Um, but this is this is an action adventure game in a horror type setting, but it never goes full horror. Mm. It never goes like the trailer. The original trailers suggested it's not a proper horror game. Uh, the combat is magic, uh, and it's essentially a first person shooter. Um, <laughs> Lot of reviews talk about stealth in the game and that it's a stealth first person shooter. Honestly, if that was a concern because I don't like stealth, don't worry about it. I never mm. use stealth. Just go in magic blazing. Mm. Um Is the magic it's an is, open world. Is the magic like um Bioshock style magic, like where you kind of like use your hands and Yeah, you just cast it. it with your hands. It's a bit like kind of Harry po- how you imagine Harry Potter without a wand. Right. Okay. If you ha- it it's just casting with your hands and yeah, it's uh, it is it is good. So you can use fire, wind, and water attacks. Okay, and you can use tal- talismans to do different things like stun enemies, etc. But basically, it's you only really need the magic. Magic you can use a magic shield, but you rarely ever use shield. The combat is quite easy. Uh, on I only played on normal difficulty, so it, it is easy. You. Basically, never die. I, I died. I, I think I died twice, and both were just in stupidity, just in the game. Yeah. Just I didn't. I didn't heal in time, or whatever, um, or I had the wrong item to heal with, or whatever. So, but but it's got that Doom style of like ripping out cores of enemies, and that replenishes ammo and stuff like that. So your okay. magic requires ammo. Um, mm. which you have to replenish, but it's very plentiful. It's all over the world. So, and the world is an open world. So this is an open-world Tokyo-based game, and you cleanse shrines, and you do parts of the story, and it opens up more of the world. Nice. Um, but the the combat itself is a bit marmite. A lot of people are saying, like, it's not varied enough, it's not this, it's not that. I, I One of the beautiful things about this game is that if you want to mainline the story, it's only 10 hours. If you really love it, you can do more. If you really, really love it, you can do more than that. So it never... I don't think the combat outstays its welcome. I don't think the lack of enemy types kind of outstays its welcome as well. Like, I think all these things actually work quite well within the parameters of a of a 10 to 15 hour game doing some side stuff. But ultimately, if you don't mind it, you could do a lot more. So I do, I do like, like that kind of style of what they've done. Um, but the combat itself you that you're never really in that much danger there's so many health items everywhere like money in the game is is so plentiful like you never ever ever run out of money it's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's it's crazy um but uh, the story as i said you're this you're this guy halfway between life and death it's 
the story is serviceable. Your the premise of what you're trying to do is quite simple. Um, it's not it's not a spoiler. You're just trying to save a, a family member. That's pretty much the whole <clears> premise. Um, and that's that's okay. But just for people to that's all it is. It's not going to set the world alight. That's literally all it is. Um, but for me, and this is the massive thing. This is where the game really was great. That the world building was awesome. Like, it felt so real. Tokyo feels real. Um, cool. Apart from all the ghosts and all that kind of shit um, <laughs> that you're fighting. Um, but yeah, you remember, yeah, you remember <laughs> when we were planning to go to Japan, Pete? Of course, yeah. We're, and, and you know, the world went to shit and we never did that. Mm. Um, but uh, this has just reignited it totally because this is like a... It's got the grime as well as the awesomeness. Yeah. of Tokyo it's got everything the interiors of the buildings look so real it's like everything just looks so authentic mm. um, and that's what I I really really loved and as you explore the city and it gets bigger and bigger it's like this is such a cool place like the actual world that they put together is amazing and what I uncovered I think I said to you earlier Pete I think yeah. I've unlocked like a third of the map like <laughs> Yeah. There is so... This world is huge. You can do so much. You don't need to, because you can complete the game without getting all these upgrades and just you just do the game. But there is so much to do if you want it. But I th- think if you went down that route, it would get quite repetitive. But it's absolutely monstrous. Mm-hmm. But then that kind of leads on to the next point, that, that there is this massive feeling when you're playing this game that it's 75% of a bigger game. Uh. and and you don't it's so hard to explain something there is something missing in this game from making it incredible like they've got all the pieces they've got this like awesome kind of paranormal stuff going on they've got a a serviceable story but whatever Uh, the world they've created is amazing the combat is is good enough but then there's something there's something that they've missed and there were heavy rumours that this game had like changed in its style from a right. hor- proper horror game. So, do you more think, action adventure? Do you think it would have worked best, like uh, worked as a horror game, a standalone horror game, if they? I, t- I tell went you what, the the world that they built could genuinely be a horror game. When you go into some of these buildings, some of these apartments, doing some of these side missions, because yeah, don't the the side missions make the game like they really really do like the side missions are really fun and they're they're really varied however over time you realize it's actually the same thing that you're doing it's just oh. that there's a story element they attach to right. yeah okay. gone and you go to a ghost the ghost says something or it's a it could be something really mundane like so stupid like yakuza style stupid um mm-hmm. a ghost didn't finish going to the toilet so you need oh. to bring it to a roll. Like, <laughs> fucking ridiculous stuff. Or it could be this ghost can't pass on because its abuser is stuck in that house and wouldn't let it go or something. And you've got you've to cleanse the house. Like, it's... It, it, but when you go into these houses or these, these apartments and there's, like, garbage everywhere and there's flies everywhere and it's dark and it, it's like, wow, the atmosphere that it creates is amazing. <clears throat> But because you've got plenty of ammo and you're never under threat, it's not a horror game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I so, wonder if it was to dial up the ammo counts to make it less horror. 
Um, yeah, yeah it, 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 you know what? That that's that's well, often that would turn a, a game less horror for me. Exactly, it turns a horror more, to an action, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. This this game, like, and I, we talked about Death Stranding earlier. This has massive Death Stranding vibes, especially because the main antagonist in the game, like the main bad guy, is like so similar. The cutscene, everything feels so similar, but weirdly it's a first person game you only see your person in cutscenes and there's like you can change his outfit in like the menus and stuff so it's mm. it's almost like it was an rpg it was it was almost like it was supposed to be an rpg third person first person maybe a different type of game to what it actually ended up being and it, it the game seems to always be constantly on the edge of being something amazing okay and it and it just never gets there so what 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 <laughs> happened to hold this back but but the but yeah, as I said, the character, the characters are fun. the The voice acting is good. I liked the people that I was that I was interacting with. There's one part where there is the person lets out an emotional kind of like cry, and Jesus, it was so. I, I don't get emotional video games like at all. Ever. You heartless I don't think bastard! Cried to a game, I don't think. But fucking hell, like the, that one particular moment got me. I was like, whoa, I need to pull myself together so it's the, the actors were good but as, uh, as a man who does get emotional quite often that's a big statement to films to, to films yeah mm. to films um, but the, uh, the one thing that it does do and this is one thing which is fucking amazing was the they do a weird set piece thing when you're walking around in like story missions in like a, a building or something and it like morphs the building and the world around you it's the best I've ever seen that be in a game where they've changed the game around you as you're like walking through it mm. absolutely brilliant it's like you'd see in control but like as you're doing it oh no fucking, nice. fucking brilliant yeah so uh, yeah but um so the, the the big negatives I think you'll hear from everyone else will be frame rate and kind of graphical options so the, the frame rate does drop a bit in this game at times. Um, and it is it is a bit noticeable. Um, and the game, I think, masks the way that sometimes it looks in terms of like screen tearing and stuff like that with its art, with its style of being like paranormal. Mm-hmm. And it like, like when you get, it's hard to explain where you get that like, leans like, into it. yeah, like yeah. an old TV set, you know, where it like readjusts and stuff. It, it does things like that, which I think almost masks the where it, where it's slightly going awry but and i think people in reviews will say this is an issue but mm-hmm. it is not an issue because it does not affect your performance it does not take you out of the game it doesn't it doesn't affect anything it's just something that i noticed if you play on the performance mode the high frame rate mode and you turn off motion blur which i do in every game yeah you'll be you'll be fine but just don't play in the quality mode or whatever it is the 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 graphics mode because it it doesn't perform very well so and and ultimately the loop of this game will probably be repetitive if you played it to to its completion like to if you were a completionist but um the way that i've played it and then a bit more side stuff is uh would be enough but uh i I think i think overall with this with this game uh i can't say whether it's objectively good game i i think it's a good game how much is going for it, really, this is yeah this is this is the big thing so i paid 60 quid um it's a big argument against because in terms of bang for your buck 
mm, there's it's filler that's delivering a lot of that bang, isn't it? Like, because mm-hmm. I did ten and a half hours, got the story, some side stuff, blah blah blah. Uh, if I'm going to do some extra side stuff, that's all kind of filler, I suppose. But the good thing about this game is the side stuff really does make the game because it it really helps with the world building, like okay. so much, and the. You know, walking around, it's just fantastic. But the recency bias that I have with this is obviously a massive thing. We mention that on the pod all the time. But I think I I often do this in my head where I compare games and I say, well, would I rather be playing this game or Horizon Forbidden West or Dying Light 2? It's definitely Ghostwire. Without a a shadow of a doubt, it's Ghostwire Mm -hmm. Tokyo. Um, So, and, and as I said before, it's a weird, weird fucking comparison. And I don't understand why this is, but it makes me feel the same way if you like Death Stranding you'll probably like this that's what that's what yeah. I think right the walking yeah. simulator on moon or whatever where Mars yeah completely di- completely different hmm. but <laughs> very similar anyway that's, that's okay. what I think that's what I think <laughs> yeah alright well thank you very much hello and well no wait we've already done that God, that's weird. That was Fucking also hell. way bigger. Than <laughs> that is that was a that lot of energy huge. from you. It's huge energy. Massive. Well, look, you know, I, it, it's very difficult coming back to the podcast a day later because suddenly I feel like I have to open it the same way. You know, these sort of things, they just build in the way they do. All right, be thankful I didn't mm. finish it off. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, we've um, we've had some news since yesterday, haven't we, Ben? Yeah, so I don't know if, if it wasn't explained that we... You just said we we're a day later, but we didn't explain <laughs> that we were a day later before <laughs> that, did you? You just expected everyone to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the way I was explaining it then. Passive oh, right, delivery. Okay. I that, thought you'd get that, that having played Elden fine, Ring. Jesus fine, Christ. we played Elden Ring. Yeah. Fine, yeah. So <laughs> we, we had to cut it short yesterday, so we're mm. back for the feature. Um, yes, and there's been news. Um, and it's quite good because otherwise our podcast would have been very... Um, out of date immediately, but, <laughs> but but PlayStation have revealed their kind of Game Pass al- alternative today. It is three tiers. The crux of it is the mid, uh, the bottom tier is essentially exactly the same as it is right now with PS Plus. Mm-hmm. The middle tier, I think, is offering 400 PS4 and PS5 games that can be downloaded. So much like Game Pass, but doesn't come with day one releases like the big playstation releases uh maybe third party releases but not not playstation ones and the top tier also offers the ability to get like ps1 ps2 ps3 i think ps vita or psp games streaming and downloading so a combination so i think it seems like a fairly decent offering the bottom tier is the same price as well as normal mm-hmm. the middle tier for uk Folks, I think it's ten ninety nine, and the top tier is thirteen fifty odd per month. Thirteen forty nine. Fine, yeah, for for per month. So yeah, um, so pretty comparable to the Game Pass kind yeah. of pricing when Game Pass is top tier, as in Ultimate, and if you're if you haven't got any deals going on, so that's what they're doing there. It's coming in June, yeah. which is a few months away, but I I'm I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not as disappointed as I thought I would be. I, I'm not disappointed <laughs> at all, actually. I thought I would be, and I'm not. So that's pretty good. And games like Returnal and Death Stranding are going to be on from day one. Yes, they are. You and fucking Death Stranding. And Returnal. And Returnal. Oh my god, he's and not Returnal. even finished Returnal. I mean, no, no, it's too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I want an easy mode. <laughs> no, I, what I really want to play is that co op with somebody, but 
Um, I'm pestering somebody to get Returnal at the moment so we can play co-op because I think that would be fucking great. Mm. Fair enough. Yes, and the other piece of news was that uh, Nintendo have announced that Breath of the Wild 2, which was scheduled to release sometime this year, has been pushed to spring 2023. Mm. Hardly surprising. So that was kind of expected, though, wasn't it? I mean, you know, we've seen so little about that game, so... That's kind of fair enough, and I think we're all going to have enough with Starfield and other. There's another huge game coming around at that time, isn't there as well? So assuming we get oh Starfield. Harry Potter, yeah, the, I was going to um, say I'm not convinced. Well, Starfield and Hogwarts Legacy. If we get one of them, then I'll be happy. Fair, yeah. So yeah, but they're they're the big news updates in the in the day that's so passed. We are going to be really up to date now. Well, oh, I mean, bang up to date. Just one day out of date <laughs> instead of two, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. Bang no. up to date. Really up to date. <laughs> no, 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 no. Really. No. Intensely really up to date. date. I mean, yeah. the second half, the first half, obviously, is now massively yeah. updated. Oh, yeah. No, that's, if you that's made it completely... this far, well done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the thing is, in the episode title, I'll probably reference mm. that we're talking about it. <laughs> so somebody will listen to the start and go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what uh, redundancy fantastic <laughs> uh, well with that i suppose we should crack on with our experimental feature shouldn't we yeah. let's go absolutely so finally it's time to get into uh, creating our own frankenstein's monster so i mean do we want to explain the format a little bit then i think so yeah i think we should okay okay so basically what we're trying to do here is create our own wonderful new game um, and I use <laughs> use wonderful loosely because God knows how it's going to turn out um, and to do that we've decided that we've got four elements of gaming here or really five but because there's four of us we've done it this way so the four <laughs> key ones here being gameplay story world building and lore and characters and then we've also got music and visuals as the fifth and to do mm-hmm. this we're going to have each of us have brought three options for those first four options um, and then We've each brought one for music and visuals. And we're going to vote to combine this horrendous panoply of things we've brought together to create one finalised game and then name it. I mean, it could be the greatest game in the world. It, it, it very much could be, but I'm going to do my best to make sure that it isn't what happens. Yeah, okay. I prom- yeah, yeah, I promise you that. No matter what <laughs> lovely combo you've come up with, I will be voting against it hard. So, yeah, uh, I suppose the easiest way to show this is just to jump into it and yeah. we're going to start with story okay which unfortunately means we're starting with kirk what do you mean unfortunately come on <laughs> right i've uh, i've brought three options to the table so first one i have is metal gear solid uh, particularly the first one uh, so the uh, just a loose uh, format of the story solid snake who is a legendary infiltrator and sabotager infiltrates a secret base in uh, shadow moses island in alaska uh, to uncover a deadly terrorist group and find out what they are up to uh, and there are you know great uh, kind of bosses and weapons of mass destruction and uh, big mechs that are like metal gear rex um, so the story is truly gripping from start to finish on that one uh, second option Resident Evil 2, so the story, I think um, most people know what this is about now, mainly because of the films, but there's an evil corporation, they're a pharmaceutical company, uh, which is called Umbrella, they unleash a biological weapon called the T-Virus on the residents of Raccoon City, and it turns them into flesh-eating zombies, um, so <laughs> the uh, you have uh, the two main characters who go to the city, and 
they they go there for different reasons. They cross paths and they have to uncover the truth of what happened with this uh, deadly virus before the city gets nuked. And then something a bit left wing, Sonic the Hedgehog, and the second one in particular <laughs> for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, yeah, yeah. very different. Uh, so Robotnik is planning world domination once again, and he wants to use the Chaos Emeralds uh, and an army of robots, this time creating an armoured space station, uh, which is the Death Egg, which is in homage <laughs> to Death Star. Um, that's according to Wikipedia, by the way. And uh, Sonic works his way through the multiple zones until reaching the Death Egg and facing off against a robotic version of himself and a giant mech of Robotnik until eventually destroying both and the Death Egg in the process. I've never heard Sonic being the no. story of Sonic being yeah. described. I mean, there's yeah, a genuine that, story there, though. <laughs> but the, the thing is, I mean, you, you went full new releases. I thought, I thought we were back back in time, Eddie, doing the new releases. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, there wasn't a pirate accent going on. So yeah, or the Irish, the Irish, Irish that was, whatever that was, Irish. Fine, you know what? I'll allow it. Um, but no, I, I agree, Ben. I think that is. I've never even thought of that that way. Never even thought of and, it. <laughs> I mean, kudos again to Sonic for the fact that he is a hedgehog that comes up against a giant robot and a giant mech and wins. Yeah. I mean, yeah. respect. Yeah. Respect yeah. right there. Greatest, um, greatest character in the world. <laughs> quite clearly, yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so it's down to me, Ben and Eddie to decide which of these three we're taking forward. Which of these riveting stories to take forward? Mm-hmm. Shall I? Uh, shall I vote first? Go on. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a sucker for zombies. I'm a sucker for vampire type stuff and all that kind of shit. So Resident Evil Two, and you get chased a lot in that game. Uh, you do. You like chasing a chase, don't you? Is, is a fear. I don't know. I hate it, but it's <laughs> that's what makes something good. Like it's fearful, isn't it? Being yeah. chased and shit. So, and it did make me quit the game. So leaning towards a sort of. A scary style game, though. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Well, I've just played Ghostwire, which wasn't as scary as it needed to be. So. <laughs> okay, Did fair. you talk about that in the last podcast? Oh, wait, no, it was this podcast. Oh, in the last podcast. Yeah, it was in the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That entirely separate thing we did yesterday. Yeah. Uh, which way are you leaning, Eddie? I'm leaning Sonic the Hedgehog because it's, it's one man against them all it's the, it's the classic underdog story it's, it's, it's beautiful it's even even before David and Goliath I mean now yeah. just remember you're not actually taking <laughs> yeah. Sonic with you or Robotnik I know I know I know but it's because the whole underdog yeah, but it's the story it's yeah, the it's whole story. underdog I, I love that mmm Okay. I mean, arguably, Solid Snake is the underdog because he's going against like ten. Yeah, but he's men. all sneaky, yes. and he's actually meant to do it while Sonic's trying to save the world. Like, Sonic didn't ask for it. Again, Although, Sonic is, is a hedgehog. Sonic, uh, <laughs> yeah. sorry, Snake is also legendary though. So you know, mm. swings around about. Yeah. Oh no, he is. No, you've written that down. He's legendary. Yeah. 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 Okay. Even in the first game, before <laughs> before anyone knew who he was, he was still legendary. <laughs> And you know what? Having having scanned through the other options here, though, as much as I really want to progress Sonic, I'm going to go Resident Evil 2 because I think of the outcome I might be able to achieve. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm going to go... Hey, so we've got a zombie game. I'm happy with yeah. that. We've got, right. we've got a zombie storyline. We've got to, evil, to open evil our, pharma our game. company creating zombies as our storyline. Okay. okay. Fine. Yeah. That's, right. where, that's where we're going with. So that brings us on to characters. And the, uh, the fantastic cast we're going to have in this situation. And that's actually mine. So my three options here are Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and by that, I'm obviously meaning Cloud, Sephiroth, Tifa, uh, Garrett, Red, and all the others. Um, Spyro the Dragon is my second option. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, and in that I am including all those random placeholder dragons, including the geriatric <laughs> ones, including the surfer bro ones. The surfer bros, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as my final option, Portal. Okay. And obviously with Portal and bringing it because I just think it's got a fantastic setup for characters. You've got a completely silent main character who really, the main thing you learn about her is that she's stubborn. That's the That's the main bit. Um, your villain is dead. Spoilers for anyone who's not played Portal. Uh, <laughs> and you know, you've got a posthumous antagonist who can't actually influence anything real time. And then you've got two absolutely homicidal and maniacal robots, one of whom you don't realise is evil at the beginning. He just I mean, goes rogue with power, I guess, really. Um, it does sound like a setup for a podcast. It's quite similar to ours. I, it, there are some similarities. I just wish one of us was the silent one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a free man podcast. <laughs> oh, those are um, Yeah, I mean, if another of us was dead, it would really change the whole situation, to be fair. But yes, so those are, those are your options, guys. And you, remember, okay. you're putting these into Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, this, this is hard. This is difficult because <laughs> I don't... I I feel I feel like I don't want to use Spyro characters. You do, <laughs> just, but you do. I just I just don't do. want to. But the combination of a Resident Evil type story with Spyro you is see, inspired. You see what that, I mean? It seems it does seem like it could work. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I fucking love a dragon. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. Just not so much Spyro. Spyro there, isn't there the dragons <laughs> coming out of your ears, Ben. He's, he's, Spyro, he's not. He's not. He's not. Your, he's flies. not your stand up Game got... of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, he's going to grow God. into one, Ben. He's, he's going to grow, grow yeah. into one. Come I, on. I do like the idea of Portal. Maniacal robots. Fantastic. Taking on zombies. <laughs> mm, Final Fantasy. Uh... Uh, I think I think I don't want the Final Fantasy because I think Cloud would just fuck up zombies Fair and enough. it just makes for a less e- <laughs> less interesting story. Even though Sephiroth is one of the most iconic villains in gaming, I'm gonna have to go to Spyro. Oh, I don't yes, want to. Ben. I hate myself. Yes, I'm gonna ben. have to. Well done. Oh. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk, you you sounded like you wanted Spyro as well, did you? Oh, uh, I mean, I am torn between that and Portal to be honest with you because they both go- they both got great characters that could really work well with the Resident Evil storyline. But mm. I, I think I would probably go Spyro. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh, we well. made Eddie redundant. <laughs> what would you have gone for, Eddie? What would, I what would you gone, have gone for? I, I'm trying to create a good fucking game here. I would have gone Final okay. Fantasy. How cool would that have been? Cloud against <laughs> Sephiroth with like Red helping out. Instead, we got fucking Spyro the Dragon like killing yes. zombies. What I, the fuck have we created? How, do you, how do you not see Nasty Nork as the head of the Umbrella Corporation being a fantastic situation? <laughs> Who's buying this game? I think literally everyone would. Yeah, <laughs> Just I'd buy it. Well, we're, we're only halfway there, guys. So at the moment, we do okay. have, as our two protagonists, replacing what are their bloody names again? Leon and Claire. Claire, replacing them with Spyro and Sparks the Dragonfly uh-huh. <laughs> to go up I mean, against what? Nasty Nork as the head of Umbrella. I do think that's a great start, but we need some more background here. We need some more world building and lore, don't we? Mm-hmm. Lovely. World building and lore. Mm. Okay, so the three that I've brought to the table uh, Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. So Elden Ring being like, you know, that drip 
feeding of info as you go through the game like not really just a, a wonderful setting the thing that that's that's built from the ground up and you're learning as you go through but you don't really know, always know what's going on and everything's in riddles mm-hmm. so that's your that's your setting there you've got death stranding bloody love death stranding oh, uh, which is which is which is a bit like Elden Ring, but it's that that post-apocalyptic real-world alternative. Um, but it's it's basically like Elden Ring because, but but whereas in Elden Ring you're always told what the purpose is, so in this case it would be to take out the Umbrella Corporation or whatever maniacal corporation it is in this you wouldn't really know what your purpose is your purpose isn't really understood until you get right through and it's drip fed so annoyingly right and then the last one is mario odyssey so in mario odyssey (laughs) you've got a number of areas of ridiculousness so they've got different worlds different areas different biomes each is ridiculous totally ridiculous and, and not connected to the last uh, where the only thing consistent between those wor- worlds is that uh, you've got different levels of platforms and you've got hidden items uh, hidden all over in every nook and cranny going around. Um, so, and 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 at the same time, the information around your very existence is very limited and unknown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is so. We're transporting the Umbrella Corporation and their new enemies to one of these, basically. That's that's how I'm seeing this in my head. Yep. Now, Elden Ring, that would just be an... I mean, the one that makes sense, obviously, is Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah. And the one I want to go with is obviously Mario Odyssey. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you might. I thought you fucking might. Yeah, that, 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 that is true. <laughs> Because for one thing, I just want to see any pharma company try and operate in Mario Odyssey's world. Like, <laughs> it would make sense. But what a game that with Death Stranding, that could be a good. They could actually start to make a really good game with that. It would have been possible, but please no. <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm Death Stranding. Okay, I, I'm still trying to make a good game here, and I I think that. Uh, that whole world with with the Umbrella Company. Let's just ignore we got fucking Spyro heading it all up. No, don't ignore it. Put it at the front of the box. <laughs> Spyro. Eddie, right, we've, Eddie, we've still got two more categories to go after this. You oh, could still save it. God you help us. Death Stranded's my vote. Okay. I do get that. I think it's a very wise choice. It's got that dark, gritty sort of setting mm. that goes well with Resident yeah. Evil style. Yeah. Brings it's it back to more of that yeah. horror style game or scary style game that Ben was thinking at the beginning. Yeah. I do like that. What about you, Kirk? Where are you lining up? Uh, well, I mean, I quite like the idea of the fact that we've got Spyro running around like Raccoon City Police Department and trying to find things that he needs to you know, help him out against zombies and take down a uh, nasty Nork. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you... I'm thinking, I'm thinking I could go Mario, to be honest with you, on this one. Oh, shit. Oh, God, we are going think... that way. Yeah, no, I... I'm changing my vote. <laughs> no. I'm changing no. my vote. It's I don't know. You're going to change your vote. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk's redundant. We're doing Death Stranding as the world building because it does right, make okay. sense. Okay. And by okay. this, we know we're leaning more towards a scary game, and we're making a real game now. Yes. So now we. So now we have our. We are almost making this scary game. So now that the next ones we can 
We can see what we can do with that, knowing that, yeah? It, or maybe I'm just building this up for a much worse fall in the end. Yeah, anyway, Eddie, Eddie, you got gameplay. You got gameplay. And we should probably clarify for everyone, because obviously there are certain niches in this that are, there's overlap, as we have with story and world building, for instance. Because bear in mind, Kirk, there is no Raccoon City Police Department anymore, because we're now oh. pretty much in Death Stranding. Um, so they'll just have to find something similar there. Fair. So with gameplay, we are talking everything from platforming to mechanics to combat and whether it's an open world or a sandbox game. Um, so, yeah. Eddie, what are your options? All right. So first one, um, I'll get the easy one out of the way. Mountain Blade, uh, or for those of you who don't know Mountain Blade, Banlord that came out mm. last year. Uh, for the mechanic reasons... If you don't know Man- Mountain Blade... You're very unlikely to know Battle Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, oh, that's you not don't fair. Know, there's the equally obscure previous that, the prequel no, game. No, <laughs> Lord was massively advertised. It was it was it's it's like huge budget, massive yeah. budget. Like I've heard of sequel, neither of them. Yeah. I mean it's it's double A at best. Neither of them. Yeah, of course you haven't, Kirk. It's not roomy, roomy. Yet. Anyway, we're getting off topic. So <laughs> it's 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 open world, it's story generator. Um you have your main person and you kind of uh, build up an army by getting friends um, and you go and fight other armies. Um, the battles itself is is many people against many people mm-hmm. um, or it can be small groups against small groups. Um, the second one uh, is Crash Bandicoot. Fantastic so, choice. I don't even know how to describe this when I was thinking <laughs> this last night. What do you describe Crash Bandicoot? Like it's like a it's like a three D platformer. Three D platformer spins, yeah. uh, it, jumps it, on it, things. To it is a platformer, kick. but it's all along like one track. So is that really a platformer? Oh, it does do it does do some side by side as well. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, the camera changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess the mechanics with this is it's very linear. Um, there's a lot of jumping, and you have to make sure you get past certain things and jump on certain enemies, um, like zombies. There you go, nailed it. Um, and the third one, and fuck knows how we're going to fit this one in, is The Sims. So, the, it's uh, mechanics of it's based in one place. You uh, learn by doing. Point and click. Yeah, point and click. You uh, level up by doing things constantly, or you build friendships by talking to them and saying certain things. So, yeah. Very right. good. Very good ones. If this is where you can ruin this game if you wanted to. Okay. Okay. You're right. Well, so. I, just before anyone makes any rash choices here, <laughs> I just want to remind you that you could theoretically say that The Sims would work quite well here. Oh, for instance, for instance, say it was the Raccoon City Police Department was the the house, as it were, or the closest <laughs> equivalent in Death Stranding to that, Ben. Um, <laughs> And you're defending it from wave after wave of zombies yeah, as yeah. you try and uh, find a solution. Like a Pete, I'm, 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 I'm way ahead of you here. I'm thinking that Mountain Blade slash Bannerlord, because mm. <laughs> like, that makes a difference. <laughs> um, those That open world kind of thing. I think zombie open worlds have been done to death and putting mm. a dragon in there doesn't doesn't make it any better. <laughs> I, I, I don't Come think I don't think we should do zombie open world. Mm. And I or equally, if you put Crash Bandicoot type gameplay in, then you're basically making another Spyro game. You are, yes. Yeah. It's true. Darker, it and, and, you, and you know what? Mm. Don't like those games. Mm. I don't give a shit what you say, Kurt. Don't like those games. <laughs> Alright, fucking hell. That's that's at you. That's at yeah, you. Yeah, I know it is. <laughs> 
You addressed me directly. (laughs) Kirk. And lastly, (laughs) The Sims, point and click. Now, this could work. This could work in the setting. As you said, defending, you know, um, clicking to put up um, wooden, like, stuff to around to stop the zombies get in. And, yeah, and all that kind of shit. (laughs) Change the door to a metal one when you've got enough cash. Exactly. Oh, fuck. Think about it. What a wonderful idea. Think about it as well, Ben. We were saying with Death Stranding, you start out not knowing your purpose. So it could literally be that Spyro sparks the dragon. You're just dragons in a police station. They're just trapped in a building trying to survive these waves of zombies. You're just dragons trapped in a building trying to survive. (laughs) And then getting the hammer and nail out and just fucking putting the wood up. You've got Grandpa Dragon upstairs wandering around wondering where his glasses are. You've got Surfer Bro stoned on the couch. Yeah. That that makes sense. Like yeah. the you didn't the drip feeding of the of the information. Why are these dragons in this one place defending themselves from fucking zombies? <laughs> yeah. Why is it point and click? Why is there no real combat? I don't understand it. <laughs> yes, fantastic. The Sims, Got yeah, the Sims, Sims well. gameplay. Thank you. Kirk's redundant. Perfect. <laughs> Kirk, what would you have said? What would you have said? I was going to go Sims, but fuck you guys. <laughs> yes. Okay. And fanta- I think we've got something shaping up here, guys. I really think we do. But obviously, we have to look at the lens through which we view it. Obviously. So, yep. And that so brings this is, us to audio visual. Yeah. Now, okay. This is the one where it gets difficult because there are four of us, which means potential for a, a two-way split, as always. In which situation, it's random number generator all the way, boys, because I can't be bothered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so We're not having that situation again. We're never having that situation again yet. So what we should do is present our options, and I'll start. Just, of course, to make this wonderful situation better, you know, we're looking at this... It's well, it's Sims gameplay in a Resident Evil Death Stranding setting with the characters from Spyro. And mm-hmm. I want us to see this through the through the lens of Civilization Two. <laughs> that includes Isometri- the music. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that isometric visual style. Yeah. Yeah. That would work. Right. I mean the music I'm not sure would fit. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, but that's what I'm presenting to you. Kirk, what was your option? Okay. Uh, my option is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So the um, the dramatic music that builds up and, and mellows down depending on the, the severity of the, the gameplay at hand. Uh, so mm-hmm. if, you guess if you get waves of zombies coming at you, it gets really intense. And then when you get a calm section, it's okay. And then obviously the visual for it, hand-drawn um, and really dark aesthetic, but also really punchy bright colours at points where it needs to hit. Yeah, so. yeah. And stunning music. St- mm. Stunning music, yeah. Mm. Imagine imagine rocking out to stunning music whilst you're trying to find things and No no, no while you're trying to defend your one building. Defend your, your one and his dragon. Defend your friend. one building. Yes. 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 Yeah. The, 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 also also the I, sh- I should have I should have pointed out Spyro's supporting characters, by the way, include what must be some kind of satyr. Um creature and a cheetah <laughs> that's what you've got to support you okay which i mean a cheetah in a very small static space that you don't leave is just a fantastic combo that's yeah. the that's their strong suit <laughs> <laughs> but okay so we've got civ 2 or ori will and the will of the wisp so far eddie what have you got for us um i'm gonna still try and make this an actual game that we'd play and i'm gonna bring dead space in there uh okay. the dark gritty ominous uh I don't know, 
scary atmosphere. I, I think with this game, with okay, a lot of this fucking stupid. But if you were still in this dark, groomy, and zombies are attacking, this could still be a game. Mm. Okay, yeah. good. In theory, in theory, yeah. <laughs> If you fucking voted for it and not something <laughs> stupid like Civ 2. <laughs> I don't understand what you dislike about that. Is grainy 90s-style animation not what we want with this game? I mean, come on. It sounds perfect to me. I mean, I don't. they didn't even animate any face on anything in Civ 2. The only, th- the only thing they brought in was obviously you had that council of advisors who were oh, actors they oh, recorded yes, in snippets, yes. who, one of whom screamed at you sometimes. I loved those. Yeah, but you had to have the disc. You had to have the disc for you them did. to load. You did. Otherwise, Fuck they were just blank, out. weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah they just get days. the words. But that's what you get anyway, in, these days as well. In, in, contrast, in contrast to Pete's Civilization 2, I've gone for Gran Turismo 7. So hyper-realism. Lovely. Or or graphics, at least, that Twitter will tell you are much better than they actually are. Um, <laughs> and the music would be would range from classical music through to Radio 1's Dance Weekends. Fantastic. Depending <laughs> on what's going on. I mean, that's, that's, not a bad, that's, that's not a bad shout, to be fair. I mean, I've heard worse in Zombies mode in Call of Duty. So, it's not so, exactly... Well, and now, of course, we have to decide, by the way, on one. And I think the easiest way to start here is by saying that everyone should say a vote quickly that isn't their own. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to start off by saying I want this Gran Turismo 7. Okay. I am Kirk's Dead Dead Space. Space Kirk. Okay. Um, I'm Ori. I'm Dead Space. Oh, Oh, we've got a game on our hands. We've got a game. (laughs) I'm so disappointed. Could you imagine this? Could you imagine this wonderful game we've created with Radio One's Dance Weekends blaring? When you have no idea why, I I couldn't vote for my own. If you'd gone for anything else, we wouldn't have had a winner. Oh yeah, could have gone for Civ Two, but then it would have a random number generated, and then we'd probably get Civ Fucking Two. That's exactly what he wanted. <laughs> no, no, because that would have taken it down a peg. We got ourselves a game, at least with Dead Space. <laughs> I'm so sad about that. We, this is a missed opportunity, gentlemen. This is a massively missed opportunity. Could you? Imagine, I mean, we still got Spyro there, Pete. It's could you imagine shit. being a, a small, a, an oh. adolescent lost dinosaur, like Dragon? He's close enough to a dinosaur, really, though, at the beginning, because he yeah, barely he even flies. Yeah. Um, Adolescent lost dinosaur trapped in a small building that only, and controlled by point and click, with his only support being a small dragonfly, a cheetah, and a satyr girl. And they're getting constantly attacked by waves of zombies sent after them, while not having a fucking clue what's going on, because the story is delivered so passively that it takes them six months to receive a letter telling them they need the news, uh, or they need to create a cure to the virus, and that they can actually do that. Um, and also, we haven't even considered if the zombies outside are zombie dragons, which obviously you would think <laughs> oh they my are. God. Oh, oh, they should Game be. Of Thrones. Yeah. So we've they actually be, Game yeah. of Thrones, yeah. and we've actually turned this into an, a sort of viable option. I'm disgusted with this. Uh, <laughs> come on! But one very important matter remains, gentlemen, which is, of course, the name. Okay, mm, who's going the first? Name. Okay, I've got one already. Go okay. on. Um. Project, what's the name of the dragon? I've already spoiled it. Project Spyroid. 
if <laughs> hardcore gamers will know Project Zomboid, and if right. you don't, and and let's be honest, Project Zomboid has got a lot of these ticked boxes. It's kind of dark and gritty. It's a, a kind of Sims game. Mm-hmm. It's a zombie game. I tell you what, I think we've pretty much made Spyro with fucking projects with Project Zomboid. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It. Okay. Well, I've I've gone slightly different with mine, but it does tie into the original storyline a bit. But I want to I want to slightly change the setting from the Raccoon City Police Station to the headquarters of the Evil Farmer Company that is now led by Nasty Nork, mm-hmm. um, which in my head is some kind of hospital research facility, and allows Lovely. me to propose the title, which works in so many ways, of Resident Dragon. Nice, <laughs> nice, <laughs> Resident Dragon. Very, Very good. good. I like that. All right, I'll go. Um, uh, it's got, I'm gonna. Can you say something fiery? Uh, it's gonna be dragon. <laughs> so let's. Uh, you know Ben's uh, gonna be awful at this too. <laughs> <laughs> it's creativity. Ben's is, not a strong. I'm not creative. Not the creative. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, apocalyptic inferno. Brilliant. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> yes. it's, it's an apocalyptic setting and Spyro breathes fire. Brilliant. Yes, that's it. No, it is. It terrifies. Like it nailed it. Come on, Kirk. It's on you uh, now. We need our final. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> this is this is so bad. Oh, so bad. Uh, so I've got Spyro afraid to defend your short, short journey home. Oh, that's fucking awful. You're the graphic <laughs> designer. You're supposed to be like. Oh, for fuck. That's worse than Ben's. What that's even was the rambling sentence after it's Spyro? So that's bad. I mean, it's mouthful. called Spyro, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> You've just ripped off. So we can't. That's even <laughs> trademark. You can't use that. You can't use it. <laughs> you can't call well, your game well, Spyro. So, so Kirk's out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Why, why do I turn up? <laughs> Oh, oh, honest, in which case, Kirk, you should probably vote for your next favourite. <laughs> that would probably be the quickest oh. way. Uh, do you know apocalyptic? Pro- I, I like I like Project Spyroid. <laughs> okay. Yes, Kirk, and I didn't got, think you'd know like Project Zomboid, so I, w- I thought you wouldn't get he, the he link. Doesn't, but he doesn't. He doesn't. I just like the sound <laughs> of it. Yeah, that's it. It's literally just on the sound of Spyroid. Yeah, um, which Great I stuff. mean also does tie into the pharmaceutical company because we could assume that Spyro is on a lot of steroids. Steroids, very <laughs> good. So he's still I, um, really short, but he's now absolutely jacked. Yeah, he doesn't actually he doesn't actually have sparks around him. He's just imagining it. <laughs> oh, so there we have it. Our first ever horrendous creation as a Frankenstein's monster of gaming is the story of Resident Evil 2 with the characters of Spyro the Dragon with the world building and delivery of that of Death Stranding so basically you don't learn anything till the end Um, and the gameplay of The Sims and all of this is scored and viewed in a similar way to Dead Space 
which I mean, at least we have got some kind of like. There's some consistency genre. there. That's, there's a genre. Yeah, there's a, there's yeah, a theme going. I which, like honestly, it. I wasn't sure we were going to end up with a, any kind of decisive genre, but we are definitely. No, that was set up lovely by the story. Really, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. It was very much put in place, and then the characters and the gameplay just had to come into this. And all of this would work so well if you weren't point and clicking your way round. Like. <laughs> you know, but, you know when we're world famous in in a couple months time you know <laughs> people are gonna make this game you do realize oh, yeah. that our fans yeah, yeah, are gonna make this game as soon as since people will hear that name they'll go ah then they know grumpy gamers that's that's where that came from <laughs> yeah. like that will be yeah. can we get Solomon. merch can we go we've got grumpy gamer merch but oh, can we should get, we get should we make some project spiroid, project spiroid. <laughs> yeah, project spiroid. Yeah. kirk can do us an image kirk can do us an image <laughs> Kirk can do the design and I'll get some yes. t-shirts made. Oh, Fantastic. Project Spiral. If, if, if you want a t-shirt, if you want a t-shirt, email in and we'll and we'll see if yeah. we can get them done. Oh, Beyond yeah. that, if, if nobody emails in, we know this was a bad feature and we won't do it again. <laughs> terrible, terrible idea, especially with what we came up with. But I think most importantly, we should probably ask that it well. We should probably say that if anyone thinks they can come up with a better game from this combination, how would they let us know, Ben? Uh, you can email us at podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. You can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. You can watch our videos on YouTube and then comment on them. And that is Grumpy Gamers Podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But for this week, it is GG. GG. GG! GG! Brilliant.